together as one. one. <laughs> that was good. For some reason, all I could think was like three musketeers. I'm like, all for one. <laughs> all for one. Welcome back, everyone, from Podcast Land to May the 4th and Beyond the Mouse podcast. Are you ready for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Halcyon 5 Galactic Star Cruise Day 2? When we last left our Halcyon 5, things were winding down after a very eventful day one on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruise. So let's join our intrepid space travelers for day two. Oh my gosh. So I slept a lot longer than I thought I was going to because someone said it was like 6.30. I'm like, 6.30? I was supposed to get up three hours ago. No. And so I, I kind of <laughs> took the first round getting ready because this is Batu Day. We all had our Batu wear, which honestly, we look great, honestly. And there's a little bit of story about that, too. So I went down for breakfast. Now, you know, anyone who knows me knows that I love breakfast. I love breakfast. So to have this breakfast in space, this was day one of space bacon, which I had friends who called it spacon, which I'm like going, I thought that was great. So it was day one of spacon. Can we just go to the kind of the experience for breakfast? And then also for lunch, it's kind of this buffet, but you have these trays that are these really kind of interesting trays. And it's kind of like this bento box sort of experience where you pick out things and you stack them and you put them together and then you try everything. And then you all came down. Who was, who came down first? Was it you, Alexa? I think it was Maybe Britain. Yeah, Brittany. I came down for the um, oh, okay. the bento box meets tapas meets automat yes. dining experience. So what did you think about that? Oh my goodness. So I'm a small plate enthusiast. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> and so getting to try a little bit of everything without feeling like I was being wasteful because mm -hmm. they were like these perfect little bite-sized portions. Mm -hmm. And again, like... On a cruise, what you love about going on any cruise is the food and that you can have as much of it as you want. And it was all just as interesting as the dinner food in terms of the presentation, the colors in the palette that were plant-based. And they had tons of allergy-friendly and plant-based options that even somebody who doesn't follow those restrictions would enjoy. Mm -hmm. And the best sous vide eggs oh my goodness oh wow. yeah it puts it puts starbucks to shame <laughs> well i had heard that flatbreads were especially good and uh, i'm new to the flatbread experience and i must say that every flatbread that i had both during the breakfast time and also the lunchtime were just amazing i would i would go back and, and they, get a second one yeah they had this really interesting jelly jam filling in the mini like croissant Mm -hmm. And I mentioned it, it had been at dinner the night before, oh, this, right. this tiny yeah. little dab. And so I saw that that was there the next morning and the chef actually came out as I was going through the line. And I just said, oh my goodness, this is so good. And she goes, well, I'll make sure I have it in the breakfast options tomorrow as well for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yep. You understand that this is a white glove experience and because all of the the crew members, whenever you say thank you, they say, my honor, it's my honor. You have a couple of days of that and you're thinking, you know, when you, when you go off of that, it's like going, I missed that 
terribly. I mean, <laughs> my, it's my honor. Yeah. And pointing to our halcyon buttons in, in the, the Black Spire outpost going, mm, halcyon, halcyon. Yes. We must be treated. Where's the my honors here, yes, you know? Yeah. Well, that was, well, so we, so we all had breakfast. Anyone else want to chime in a bit about your breakfast experience? Just lots of blue milk. By this time, I was not yet quite at the point where I couldn't stomach blue milk anymore. So they had a blue milk and a green milk. I think. Yes. Yeah. On yeah. tap. You could have as much as you want. Yeah. I'm like, like, I also understand that they had regular milk, which I did not see, which I really wish I would have. But, uh, but they also, they also have, have juice, Diet kind of Coke, but not, they have Diet Coke, but not everybody drinks Diet Coke. Yes. That is a, <laughs> That is that is one of our inside jokes that will make us laugh forever. Oh, but the Sorry. best the best juices too. Yeah. The best yeah. fresh squeezed juice assortment. And not just mm-hmm. your typical apple, grapefruit, and orange. There was a really good I don't recall what they named it, but it was not from this planet. Uh-huh. But it reminded me of like a passion fruit guava juice mm-hmm. experience. So, and if you wanted Simple to lighten to up, a pog experience, I think. Yes, in other places yes. they call you it. Could, you could you um, could cut it with some of the sparkling water from the dispenser if you wanted to have a little bit of a a sparkling mocktail. Wow, that tips is from Botoxia. Wow. See, yeah, tips from Botoxia. <laughs> so great. Yeah. So, well, how was your breakfast, Beck? It was good. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Waffles. Waffles, and they were the Shonderline waffles. They weren't, they were. you know, waffles that you were, that had like ear shapes that you have on other places. This was the Shonderline pocket uh, waffles. Yes, pocket pocket. Oh, that's right, the pocket waffle. waffles. That's right. The costume worked perfectly. I could fit plenty of waffles in my pockets to go to bed too. Yes. <laughs> so now we're on our way to Batu. Black Spire snacks. <laughs> yes, Black Spire snacks. So pocket waffles. Oh, see that that makes me laugh. So uh, now we're going to Batu, and so we have the transport to Batu, which, from my experience, I, I mean, it was kind of a party bus, really. At least on the way there, it was kind of a party bus. You know, um, it didn't take too long, you know, to go from the cruise line down to uh, Batu. What did you all think of that? I mean, we had heard, uh, I guess, you know, if you were looking at it from the outside, it may not be as glamorous as some would like, but you're not looking at the outside. You're inside and you're going to Batu. So I didn't have a problem with that at all. Anyone else? There Was there a motion issue for anyone? It felt like the subway to me. Like <laughs> you weren't necessarily seeing anything outside. It just felt very military, ut- utilitarian. Mm-hmm didn't matter though we had just gotten our pins oh my um, gosh the pins yeah yeah with with the whole deal but um yeah it, you know you're just excited to get there so right to yeah, and the, the playlist yes. the playlist yeah. on the transport was really cool because i think that's when we first heard about the spotify playlist because yeah. we were rocking <laughs> out and having like a little bit of a dance party as we yes, went we and mm-hmm. they said yeah this is there's a playlist for this so <laughs> So yeah, I thought so yeah, they, the experience. They did a great job where you where you enter in in there, and you you as you it dumped you know you come right out into the center of town, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was that was awesome. That was I, I, that was one of my I think one of my favorites is is going down there, and of course our costumes were awesome, and yeah, they were you great. know you would when when you're walking around and the tenth you get to like you've been there less than an hour, and it's the tenth person who asks you where to find something because they yes. just. You know, 
you know and it, well yeah. I, I think at one point we were just saying oh we just live here i'm sorry you just yeah. you're, you're, you're <laughs> every day there's people just walking around in our in our neighborhood I know. asking uh, all these questions it's irritating we just want to live here and be left alone you know? yeah, sure. <laughs> well we did our so you're we right. did some we did some uh photo experiences we did some photo pass experiences that were very cool and there's nothing like taking a, a photo pass experience when you are completely in universe there and looking wonderful. So I'm, this is an audio podcast, but take our word for it. We looked great. It was lots of fun, lots of fun. But then we, we did the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run and we got kind of special attention from Hondo Anaka. Anyone want to talk about that, Tyler? I think we, oh, that's right. We did. We were um, called out by name as we were coming through in that area, which was awesome. You know, being recognized as your heading off to help smuggle some coaxium out you know for the for the resistance yes and that's kind of when we'd been on when i'd been on smugglers run before and all about it's all about the coaxium well now i know why because it's something that's vitally important to the resistance cause and so part of our mission was to in fact it was it was a mission um, on our data pads was to try to get as much coaxium as possible and because we are a wonderful group we had five we had a, a regular i guess um guest join us and i think she had a great time she took great pictures of us around the what table is that well anyway it's the iconic table from star wars is, does it have a name Anyone? oh from the millennium falcon yeah yes yeah. uh-huh well what, and whatever the, the game is yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, as a as a tip to anybody who's traveling, so I do believe that somebody from the First Order might have heard that we were coming and were a very strong group on our mission because there was a not so kind First Order person as we were boarding that tried to split us That's split right. our group up. Exactly. And he was disguised as a regular disgruntled cast member, yes. which was shocking to see. Shocking. Yes. Um and but shocking we... to experience given our previous experiences and we kind of dropped the halcyon name to be like yes. <laughs> botoxia um, let her know <laughs> yeah botoxia know. stepped forward and said um sir we will not be split up on our mission no. we are from the we are the halcyon five yes, not you. the halcyon backseat two yes. and backseat <laughs> three split us up into different groups i think he must have been first order and, and her he must we have together. been because he, he muttered some first order utterances as he walked <laughs> away and changed <laughs> shifts with the person yes, that was taking I over that was that. yes um so Bantha, food, Pudu, something yes yes he was they were uh, transferring him over to rise of the resistance because yes. they yes. recognized he, that his, yes, exactly. his, his strengths he had his strengths strength. as a mean person so um <laughs> you know as a tip to anybody listening uh make sure that you make your requests known in a very polite but firm mm-hmm. manner exactly and out of that we ended up having a wonderful passenger from Earth, mm-hmm. who decided to help us photograph our experience, both serious and silly. Mm-hmm. And she was mm-hmm. an excellent engineer and helped us keep our ship um, completely put together after all of our pew pew pewing. Yes, our <laughs> pew pew pewing. So, yeah, so it's time to go after our coaxium. So, let's see, we had two intrepid pilots. That would have been Tyler and Alexa. Alexa, can you tell us about your piloting experience? So I have I have been on the Millennium Falcon a few times, but always in the engineering spot. I mm-hmm. think maybe once in the in the pew pew spot, but uh 
But yeah, so I had kind of mentioned this at some point. And so everybody was so gracious and wanting me to have the experience of being pilot. So it was my first time piloting with Tyler, which we mm-hmm. had already gone through bridge training. We were already a solid working team. Yes. But oh my gosh, pulling the light, the, the hyperspace, the light speed thing, and then flying. A lot of people probably know one of the pilots controls uh, side to side and the other one controls up and down. And so I did up and down. I just, I giggled through the entire thing. It was so much fun. And I like that ride smugglers run um, when I had ridden it previously, but I never, it was never like a highlight for me. And this was just like, it just killed it for me. I just had so much fun. And And hearing everybody else behind having a good time and, and doing the pew pews and all of that <laughs> stuff. That was, was yep. wonderful. Yep. That was good. And, and we were very successful. We got two containers of coaxium. So that's my best Honda Anakas, right? That's all I can do. <laughs> so, but yeah. So, and Beck, what about you? What's which position were you? Were you engineer or were you? Oh, I'm not um, sure what I was on this one. Yeah, I lost you were... my piloting privileges from the Previous, <laughs> <laughs> he piloted. He and I piloted the day before, and there was, oh. there was. I think we landed with like one working laser blaster, and, and, uh, <laughs> almost no one, ship at all. Yeah, because yeah. you ran into things, right? You you yeah. intentionally you had fun. I'm yeah, like going. The, the percentage of our ship good. left was in the single digits. <laughs> <laughs> well, this well was and in fairness, yeah. in fairness, we had, um, so Beck, I think you were the engineer on this go round with our earthly guest mm-hmm. and you did a fabulous job at that. Mm-hmm. I think the engineer has maybe like three responsibilities throughout the course of the flight. So if you ever mm-hmm. want an easy ride, that's where you go. But yeah, on our previous uh, practice run the day before, the engineer that was with us was um, an elderly woman. <laughs> <laughs> and she was also the one doing all the blasting with me. So we were trying to like do double duty. And I think I distracted her with my pew, pew, pewing. And she didn't quite. so she had her hands like folded in her lap. Like she was along for a fabulous Sunday drive. <laughs> while Beck is trying to crash the ship. <laughs> well, she just smiled. When we had done it in the past, it wasn't actually interactive for one of the experiences. Huh, uh-huh. Right. We had done it during COVID when there were only a few people in the, boarding at a time oh sure yeah. so you, you aren't your, as responsible own, you're doing a lot of the button pushing but you're not as responsible for the actual outcome yeah mm-hmm. actually but, piloting during that you did nothing it flew for you yeah hmm. well it was an excellent experience everyone in their position our earth passenger everyone did wonderful jobs so and the two containers of coaxium i'm sure went to good use then we went to rise of the resistance and for both Millennium Falcon and Rise of the Resistance, with our Halcyon pins and with our M-bands, we had lightning lanes. So we had very quick access to both of those experiences. And uh, did, I don't remember uh, we're writing yeah, Rise we of the Resistance. That, did we write I it think, together? No. Oh, it we didn't. Oh, yeah. that's right. Uh, it was down for a while. Up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So we were Halcyon 3 and Halcyon 2. Halcyon 3, that's, oh yeah, Tyler, that's where the British guy came up to <laughs> us and, and asked, you know, if there was a single rider line. And that's when you said, you know, that uh, we just live here, you know. So. <laughs> it was fun. So, well, so the Halcyon 3 did the Rise of the Resistance. Any thoughts, Tyler? 
Rise of the Resistance as a guest of the Chandra line mean that much more for you? I think it did. It, it was um, it was a it was a lot of fun and going through there. And, and we had gone. I think all of us had gone in that experience before. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was you know you kind of know to to hang back if you want to get some really good shots. Hang back in the back of the crowd, and you know if you you get you get a chance to take some extra photos in a number of places mm-hmm. for that. So that was really interesting. That's one too that it changes randomly as well as when things aren't working right. yes. There's like uh, it changes mode and c mode and yeah we, I, we kyla red was, the day before yeah kyla red was in a different area this time around for the big yeah. battle which is a little little sad but uh but Alexa, what about you and rise of the resistance yeah, so I had ridden it before. It's one of my favorite rides in all of Batu and the greater mouse world. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it did feel it had a little more special feel to it, yeah. just being immersed uh, in the costume and being on missions. You know, part of the storyline is that you're riding these rides, but you're doing things for the resistance or for mm-hmm. the first order, or you're mm-hmm. a scoundrel. So there are interactive things that are happening on your data pad as well. Tyler, yeah, that was such a great tip that you had to kind of stay in the back of the the transport ship. Um, got a really different view than what I had seen before. Yeah. Good time. I I have to say, I you know I'm glad that it included the lightning lanes, and the rides were a lot of fun. But I had more fun in the immersive other parts, mm-hmm. being in Batu. Things that I wasn't able to do uh, outside of being on this experience. For me, mm-hmm. that's where where the time was really well spent. Good, but, the, yeah. but it was great. Yeah, the the little adventures that you there are the missions and things you get from your data pad are, are a lot of fun running around and doing and you know it, it's not a spoiler i think you can you can control things around the environment with your data pad and the, the fun one i had i think we had we had split off to do our own missions i think mm-hmm. even three of us had split off and mm-hmm. you do get while you're there you get a meal voucher to use there on your wristband mm-hmm. uh, which you can if you didn't get this tip from somewhere else already you can use to buy alcohol if you'd like, as far as <laughs> so stop by one of those middle restaurants in the middle, uh, where you can get a uh, alcoholic beverage along with your lunch, mm-hmm. and one of those is the roasters. And the fun thing there, it happens on its own, I think, but you can make it happen. Is there's a, a droid who's turning the, the uh, animal on the spit as it's roasting, and it breaks down every so often. And if you use your data pad, you can break it down. On your own. <laughs> and so I, I had kind of learned this. So I was sitting there waiting for my meal and, and uh, you know, just for them to, to call my name. And there was a, a dad and his little boy, and his little boy is probably four, you know, right around everything. was just, you know, jaw dropped and eyes wide, you know, you know, just taking everything in. And I had already figured out, you know, okay, this is, if you played this particular game, you can, you can shut that thing down. And there's a voiceover that comes down, like one of the, sounds like one of the uh, droid bots saying, you know, oh, it's broken again. Oh, no, I gotta get you know, whatever. And the thing shuts mm-hmm. down and the steam comes out. And so I, <laughs> the little boy was sitting there and I said, hey, do you want to, do you want to make it stop? And his, his dad can look at it. I said, here, just, and I, I had basically set it up so it was a button push at this point. How cool. And so I said, here, just, just push that button. And, he does it. and the whole thing erupts and everything. And, the little boy was like, Oh my God. So it's like, you know, That's probably maybe, maybe kids day, but it was, it is a lot of fun walking around, 
um, between that one and then I think some of the other there some of them are kind of mundane um, but don't skip go doing any missions around Kylo Ren's ship uh, oh, because yeah. you could make like a hundred people do your bidding basically if you say hey I'm going to make sure think all these people run over and see what's happening you can shut the ship down and make it make sounds and do oh, other wow there's a show there that's every i don't know half an hour or something and kylo ren may show up or or some first order stormtroopers will show up or whatever they had just wrapped like three four minutes beforehand but when i did the mission that ship started moving and making sounds and whatever else and all these people start rushing over there because they think <laughs> something's gonna happen you're just kind of slowly backing away <laughs> <laughs> You're all wow. in disappointment. Nothing's coming. Sorry. That is so, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to the house and chip now right next door to that. And get out yeah. of here. Well, my missions weren't as successful. I'm, I was using my data pad and I was trying to find this and trying to do that and trying to stop transmissions of various things. So it, it wasn't successful, but I must say that my photo pass experiences were wonderful. I'm really good yeah. at that. Those, <laughs> my photo pass missions were a success. Well, as well-dressed as you were, perhaps that was the true mission after all. It was. <laughs> and those sunglasses made that. Yeah, yeah it was it great. That was great. That was great. <laughs> I have to oh, go boy. back to my Rise of the Resistance experience was very important because uh, because of my storyline. Because I understood as, you know, Milan Organa that my uh, time in Batu was specifically to take the transport there to meet up with my cousin. So that was a big thing. But, but honestly, when we went back to the ship and I was retelling this story that, you know, I was, uh, I was trying to go meet up with my cousin and then we were, we were taken captive by the first order. The, the cat, the crew members that I was talking to really that happened. And I'm like going, I was rather nonchalant, but I was like telling it like it was a regular experience. I'm like, going, well, that is pretty cool. You know, you were trying to join the resistance and then look what happened. Well, look, you were, you know, were captured by the first order and all that but it was very cool that was very cool so you had very successful missions and this is when the halcyon 2 went off to become healthy again and so the the halcyon 3 we were getting back to go to uh and Olga. we were going to we went to Ogus first yeah oh that's right Ogus. we, we, we would be remiss Ogus. if we didn't Oh yeah, the Ogas experience. I'm, yeah, my yeah. gosh, I almost forgot about the Ogas experience. So we all had our Ogas experience, and this is a tip. Okay, when you, <laughs> if you ask um, the the bartenders there, ask them to take a, a picture. They they'll say, I don't know what a picture is, but are you? Would you like a hollow scan? Your camera will go on an adventure, and they will take it all over, and they will take pictures of everyone. Uh, and it's a great time. That's a really good hint is to have your bartender take your hollow scan. So, so what was your Oga's experience like Alexa? Yeah, I, I had been there before, so mm -hmm. it wasn't a new experience for me, but it was just a lot of fun. I think, yeah, our bartender, whatever they're called, I think her name was Margaret. Oh my gosh. She was just, she, she really, the best. she yeah. just made the experience she had and and i've seen this happen before but she was having like a little tiff with one of the other bartenders <laughs> yeah. that was that was there and she did help us with a mission mm -hmm. and gave us a few things a few extras um so it was it was a really good time yeah. it was it was it was worth you know i was wondering for these things that you can do on a normal day in hollywood studios was it going to be worth it to spend your time your few hours in the park in costume doing that kind of thing and yes i would say ogus mm -hmm. was definitely worth it oh yeah and tyler mm -hmm. 
Oh yeah, definitely worth it. I mean, the the photo op alone is 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 really oh, good. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. The, and you know, and and sit at the you know, they have a lot of you know seating, but I think both times I've been there, or all three times I've mm-hmm. sat at the bar, mm-hmm. and I highly recommend it. You know, they they've got servers running around and for the for seating and everything, but yeah. The uh, the drinks are great and uh, it's a it's a fun atmosphere. It, it, it's it's a good break, you know, yeah. for the day. So That's definitely great. make reservations. Yeah. yeah. So we did that and we did more missions and then um, let's see, you, <laughs> Tyler, you went back to to check out the lightsabers one more time and. Uh, and I think that's when Alexa and I took the transport back to the Halcyon. And then you joined us because we were having a photo shoot. Now, we yes. were going to have a photo shoot with all of the Halcyon 5, but we ended up having the first of two photo shoots with the Halcyon 3. And that was a really cool experience. It is something that you uh, make reservations for before your trip. And I understand that they go pretty quickly. And actually, I think the morning that I made arrangements, the afternoon, they were all gone for our cruise. So, uh, yay me. So, <laughs> so we, so we had that experience. And then because we were the Halcyon three at that time and not the Halcyon five, we made a request and they said to check with the ship services, um, to see if we could have another one so we could all get together. And by that time we knew that we were going to become the Halcyon five again, that all of us were coming back together. And so we made those arrangements. So, we had two photo shoots. So we were able to have kind of our Batu look and then our more formal look in the evening. So that was a great experience. Alexa, you love having pictures taken. So, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, shoot me now. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I will say the photographer. So there are two people there's a photographer and then like a photographer assistant or hologram, whatever you call the person. Hello scan. Hello scan. Hello scan lighting assistant. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, and they were just a delight to work with. And I am not a person who enjoys, I, I don't mind like doing theater and in the moment doing things, but I am just not a person who likes to have their picture taken. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're uh, a good sport. So I and uh, went along. We got some really fun pictures. I will say some of the proofs that I've seen, uh, you know, they really came out uh, very well. And they're uh, the photographer and the photographer's assistant. You know, they're willing to, like, take you wherever you're wanting to go and very amenable to what your ideas are of what you want to do. And if you don't have any ideas, then they, you know, there's, they'll let you know some of the best places to go have that done. Yeah. I think, what was it? Um, it was the cargo storage that we didn't have access to. Some of the rooms, if you don't have access, you don't get to get in, but the assistant had access to the cargo room. So we were able to go yeah. in and take pictures in the cargo room. Mm-hmm. So it looks like we're on a mission there too. So Tyler, what was your experience like? What did you think? Those, no, those were fantastic. I mean, I, I would recommend that to anybody. Um, because you know you're getting, and what, I don't know that we knew this at the time, but they will uh, provide you with very, uh, you know, touched up photos. They, they put some extra TLC on them. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that I've seen so far that you've posted up were, you know, amazing. It's a lot of fun, and uh, really just, you know, they if you have an idea of where you want to go, tell them, and they'll make it happen if they can. Yeah, I think some people got some in the bridge, you know, the bridge, for instance. You, it's hit or miss, and the timing yeah, it depends on the time of day. Yep. Yeah. You know, but I, you know, to that end, even with the photos, there's an opportunity, especially on the bridge, uh, on day two late 
So I would almost tell people, unless you really, really want it, I would skip taking pictures on the bridge because you'll have an opportunity to on your own uh, with your own uh, you know, data pad uh, to take whatever photos you, and there were some cast members hanging around that would, would that were more than happy to, you know, snap away for you on, on the bridge. So go to, go to some of the more, uh, and because they have a lighting assistant going to some of those darker areas, like the engineering room or the cargo room or so, or the bar uh, that are dimly lit to begin with, mm-hmm. um, uh, you, you'll want those photos with that professional look because uh, mm-hmm. they, they turn out awesome. Our photos in the in the uh, sublight lounge are great. Yeah, that was great. Well, so we had our first photo experience, and then all of us got together, and we were in our Jedi looks and our other sort of experiences, and that's what we had. Well, thanks to thanks to Tyler, we had lightsaber props. Props to Tyler about the props and and so all of us joined in. So we were like um, we were down from our room and uh, and we took lightsaber pictures and so that was good. So Brittany, well, you know, being I, I'm sure Botoxy was having a good time, but what? But <laughs> did, did she tell you anything about uh, about her experience with the photo shoot? Did you did you have a good time? Did she have a good time? It was wonderful. And and kudos to the the people on the the crew on the cruise line for being so accommodating. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of a few ways that they accommodated, they were allowed a second booking of the photo shoot, which was totally unexpected and much appreciated because mm-hmm. that was so much fun. And um, Botoxia's silly side loved that. I Botoxia's mm-hmm. silly photo side is the bane of Alexa's existence because. <laughs> Like I just similar to our photo shoot we did at the Grand Floridian, I'm all about just silly capturing things in the moment that are completely juxtaposed and wrong. So us striking our Fosse poses in the transport <laughs> was, was like, yeah. and the oh the the sitcom poses that Tyler and oh, I sure, captured, yes. right. um, you know, with our lightsabers, like you always see yes. on the silly sitcoms in prime time. Um, the crew was so accommodating to that. So we were so glad we got that booking. And um, I think on that same day was when they did a second scheduling of the lightsaber training for mm-hmm. Beck and I, Oh, uh-huh. which totally blown away that they did that rescheduling. And even on our transports off planet mm-hmm. uh, for our midday excursion, um, they arranged all of our transportation. Mm-hmm. And in the time it took me to change from my halcyon attire to more earthly attire so that I wouldn't mm-hmm. stick out on that mission, right. Right. Um, it, it was five minutes up to the room and back. They mm-hmm. had care package for me that had every snack that they had available on the ship. Plus a regular lunch for me and an allergy friendly lunch for Beck. Wow. Ready wow. to go. And so I just I just wanted to like call out and just say yet again, you know, the service on the Halcyon is as good, if not better, than what you experience on the cruise lines. And mm-hmm. that had previously been the bar to jump over. I mean, like it mm-hmm. it just it's yeah, by it Yes, it, it's 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 just at a different level, even mm-hmm. than Disney service. So yep. anyway, going back to the photo shoot. Yes, oh, my uh, God. Sure. It was a blast. I loved getting to experience all that with you guys. It kind of for me, it brought us all back together in the sure house did. as the Fal- Halcyon five. Yes. In uh-huh. a really special, fun way mm-hmm. so that we could gel again and then finish out the trip 
as the the Fab Five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, then we had then we had the second night, which is the Crown of Corellia dinner. Yes. Sorry, yeah, that's it. The, the so it's food, Taste the Around the Galaxy. Taste Around the Galaxy is night two. Thanks to watching Will and Grace and when when they had the ballet service for, for the cater waiters, that was the big pres that was a big presentation <laughs> night, you know. So, so and being captain's table adjacent was very nice because each guest had I think a a wait staff there. And so uh, so they all presented the plates at the same time. That was very cool. So so what was night two like for for you, Beck? Because you had joined us by then. You know, we had our pictures together. You were feeling a little bit better. And uh, so what, what was night two like with uh, your dining experience and allergy-friendly experience? What was that like for you? The food was great, again. Was night again? two the night where there was an event that interrupted our dinner? Yeah, that was like, yeah, right around dessert time. Yes. Uh-huh. I knew that night two was going to have a possible uh, interruption. So we needed to eat all that stuff before that happened. So luckily it was at dessert. But yeah, so the food, uh, night did, I don't know, did you have the blue shrimp? Uh, I did not, no. You did not have the blue shrimp. Well, that was quite a presentation. Anyone enjoy the blue shrimp? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it came on, it was, or it had dry ice, and that was quite a presentation. Yeah, everything that night was fantastic. Yep. And there was Yip Tip and all sorts of, everything had a wonderful name, and who knew that and I we, would like that, but yeah. And we ordered off the children's menu, the, yes. like the, the pinwheels, the multicolored pinwheels that were like a, almost like a slider or a burger. Those were really yeah. good. Yep. Yep. It was good. Again, all you could eat. And that was everywhere. That was even even mm -hmm. in the sublight lounge, you could have whatever uh, you wanted, which is a great experience. You'd have to pay for the adult beverages, but you could eat all you wanted. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. so you mentioned, so Beck had mentioned the the interruption. Uh, so, so right about dessert time, there was a, there was a shipwide emergency, shipwide show emergency. And so we were all, uh, needed to go to our, uh, muster stations. So I, hun, those cookies, I'm like going cookies in space, spacon and cookies in space were very good. So I took the cookies to the emergency. Um, so then, so, the, so and I, I took my cocktail. Oh, yes. <laughs> I did the same. Yes. <laughs> I'm like going, well, yeah. As cocktails will travel. It may be yes. an emergency, but I'm well prepared. Exactly. So that No was, pocket waffles for Beck. No pocket waffles, unfortunately. <laughs> I had, you know, but I had a cookie. So they were good. So then there was a, shall we say, big doings happened that uh, involved some very famous uh, Star Wars characters uh, that uh, were very important to episodes seven and eight. So this we're happening. This whole cruise is happening between seven and eight. So, okay, it was Kylo Ren and Ray, and it's this big <laughs> lightsaber experience. And 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 Lieutenant, I don't want to give you any more spoilers. I'm gonna, just going to cut to that. I'm not going to give you any more spoilers, but you can watch it on YouTube. But uh, so, what was that last night experience like, Alexa? What was that experience like? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm trying to remember because it was, there was so much going so on. So much going on, yeah. Um, in and we had cocktails to, and we were interrupted yeah. to dessert, but yeah, I'm like going, it's a very important story part and yeah, so. In addition mm -hmm. to that greater storyline that's going on, 
all of the missions that you've been going on, all of the data pad, the the characters that you've in, been interacting and running missions on uh, for them, that's all culminating that evening too. So in addition to Again, that big storyline going on, you're running off and you're going to do things. For me, those pieces of it were more uh, memorable to me um, because I think by that time I had kind of really figured out which way I wanted to go with the storyline and interactions. And there was an interaction that um, I think most of us had um, that involved the Sajas that was just like heartwarming that totally, totally <laughs> was just, it was the, the cry moment for me. Uh, wow. But as far as the big storyline, first of all, I will say when you get into uh, that, that lobby, that area, make big sure you stand out. in the middle because yeah. our, our vantage point was close to the side um and while the first night where we were standing where our our muster group was we had a good vantage point of seeing the action the second night we did not so there was a little bit of confusion going on for me trying to figure out what exactly was happening (laughs) um but the big thing that went down we had we could see um and yeah it was spectacular the 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 staff, the the cast members really brought it to life for everybody. And you could just, they just lived their roles and were having a good time. And everybody in the crowd was getting into it too. So there was that group frenzy atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't want to give it away too much because I think. Right, yeah. It's 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 good for each person to experience it themselves, but uh, but it's worth it, and it's it is where you do feel like there is some closure that mm-hmm. happens at the mm-hmm. end of that second night. Mm-hmm. Brittany, yeah, it was a spectacular conclusion to everything, and and you go expecting to interact, but that was like the show stopping moment, mm-hmm. and to me. Disney in general is a choose your own adventure, but everyone gathers around at the end of the end of the night to see the fireworks Mm -hmm. because that's the show stopping moment. Mm -hmm. And this was their version of that. And Mm -hmm. there were fireworks as well. A kiss good night, even in Yes. (laughs) And so to me, it was, it was just like the perfect conclusion. And then what was so cool is after that and like all that frenzied energy, everything kind of settled down and people went back to the little cookie party thing <laughs> and enjoyed mm-hmm. the rest of their dessert. But then for the most part, it kind of got quiet. Mm-hmm. And so that's when Tyler and I snuck back down and enjoyed, we got to go out on the bridge. We met some really cool guests that had some amazing costumes. Oh we went, gosh, and, yeah. we it's hung cool. out in the sublight lounge and like, it was almost like, um, you know, on the actual cruise line where they have the adults only portion, Mm -hmm. it reminded me of that experience because we just kind of got to go and just soak in the piece of it all Mm -hmm. and, and take that little, those little moments home. And it felt like we were one of maybe five or six people experiencing Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the attention to detail, the, the damage that occurs to the ship during that battle, um, it was being repaired the next day. It stayed overnight in a damaged condition. So, yeah. you know, zit, zit thing. Zit, yes. Zit, zit, zit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Beck, you were retiring for the evening. I, I retired for the evening cause I was pooped, but it yeah. was, yeah. So kind of went back and Tyler and, uh, and Brittany 
yeah, they dance the night away or whatever the, the Halcyon experience uh, is. So, but Tyler, what about you? Was it time for a little bit more sabak or what Brittany explained? I was going to say, yeah, there were some folks who um, had brought multiple costumes and didn't wear, these were more character. Like one, two of the guys had Mandalorian, like Din Djarin costumes. Wow. Circa end of season one. And one of them especially was like as screen accurate as you can get. Wow. Short of being made, short of being made of metal, just unbelievable. And he put a you know hour, weeks and weeks and weeks of work into it. He was I, I talked to him for a while, and he was a maker, uh, meaning he he makes costumes for a living, or maybe it's a side hustle. But you know mm-hmm. he makes orders and he makes these, and um, you know he he'd done a fantastic job. He had made up his, he had made a Bo Katan costume for his wife mm-hmm. that was dead on. And so they they had they had two little kids with them that were yeah. off, you know, running around while they were on the bridge taking pictures together. Yeah. It was amazing. And they had, uh, I think, the other guy, the other cat, they were the other uh, person who also came as Dinjar and had brought the dark saber from the wow. series. And and so they were taking a lot of pictures on the bridge. It was it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Cool. And just interact. We talked to those guys. I, I talked to him for a long, quite a while. Just about you know different costume pieces and methods and th- you know things we had done for that and yeah after they had taken off uh Brittany and i went to the sublight lounge and just kind of hung out and uh relaxed in there um i don't think i don't think i played any more sabak actually but yeah, uh, we just kind of chilled out and enjoyed some yeah. cocktails yeah. and yeah, kind of just really like mm-hmm. took in because one of my favorite things to do on vacation is to really just stop and take in the moment. Where am mm-hmm. I at? What am I experiencing? Mm-hmm. And how lucky we are to be able to do yeah. this. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of that moment where it's after all the crazy and after all of the the culmination and you can just kind of like let it wash over you. Mm-hmm. And um, we got to do that in the atrium, on the bridge, in the lounge. And it was just, it was really nice. Yeah. yeah. It was just great. Well, I think- And a great way to cap off. Well, this was oh. my first trip to both Disney World with my brother since 1990. Oh. So we had not been together in this space on a vacation right. with just the two of us since 1990. Uh-huh. And then to get to to experience the Star Cruiser together, just knowing, growing up with him and knowing what a fan he was, it was, it was neat to see it through his eyes as well. Oh, that is. Yeah, it was, yeah, that, I agree. It was, it was kind of nostalgic to, to be able to do that together it was a lot of fun, you know, at that point. I, that was one of the things I, I did send, uh, I got to thank you for, you know, tips or, you know, what would you recommend? And the one thing I, I sent back to them that I think would be amazing for the folks that go would be that second night when all the festivities and events have completed. It's, I don't know, 930, 10 o'clock mm-hmm. or so. And the Batu Park is closed at that point. Mm-hmm. And what I recommended was allow people to take the transport back to take night photos. Don't so you have to open anything, no rides, no food, no oh, other yeah. stuff. You need any of that stuff. Just oh, yeah. just have your photo pass people. Grab five, six photo pass people and allow people to go back and take some night shots because I that's something I still haven't gotten to do is I've not walked through there at night because when I've gone, uh the last time I went in May of last year, during COVID, mm-hmm. the the whole park shut down at seven. Mm-hmm. It was closed well before dark. You mm-hmm. know, there were no fireworks. There were no you know whatever, and that's how mm-hmm. it went. 
um, you know, and the other thing, when, when Brittany and Beck and I went on the day before our cruise, um, we had, we had chosen to go over to Epcot for the evening for that. So again, mm-hmm. I didn't, so that would, especially because you were, you're given a lot more latitude and leeway with your costuming mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doing that. I mean, to me, it'd be not only an opportunity for them to probably sell more photo passes than they might've otherwise. Big time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, purposes for that, but just it'd be another unique thing that you get to do because you are putting, you know, shelling out a lot of money for it. <laughs> frankly and it, and it doesn't call you know and to me outside of maybe a few more staff to help run the transports back and forth to the planet you're not really out anything you know it gives, uh, it it gives a, lots of value to this yes it's an easy experience plan. yes yeah i think that's a great idea well, and that too at night is gorgeous. spectacular mm-hmm. in fact i i enjoy it more in the evening just because it's a little bit quieter and it, it's just the lighting and the ships and it, it feels like you're more in the star Wars universe in the evening mm-hmm. than you do during the daytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they only do it on the second night, which I think is the only night you should do, you can't do it on the first one mm-hmm. uh, because there's other stuff going on and people know that they're getting up early to go to the planet mm-hmm. next morning. No one's going to be in the, in this place to do it. You don't want to be doing it every other night that you'd have mm-hmm. to keep that open for that. I, I just highly would, that would be my number that's good, one. That's a great idea. Number one recommendation to Disney to cool. do that. Well, since it, it, I don't want to wrap up our experience, but it's kind of it's kind of that time. So I guess it's time for some takeaways from the experience. It didn't happen exactly as we had first thought, but we still we made absolutely the best of it. And so, any takeaways, Alexa? What was your any favorite memories or your takeaway from this experience? Yeah, so um, the lightsaber training, the sages, that whole force thing really got me in the gut. Um, it was it was definitely more heartfelt than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. I expected to go and have a good time and to be wowed and and ha- yeah, but I wasn't really expecting. There was a message that kind of mm-hmm. came through with one of the the closure of one of the missions that I really appreciated. Another mm-hmm. highlight that we didn't touch upon was Botoxia's um, lovely shot with the stormtrooper. Um, <laughs> I will say I don't know if our pictures will become public, but yeah. if you need, if you're like me and just freeze in front of a camera and you need good uh, ideas for photo opportunities botoxia should be your uh your first stop uh, news, yes um, well they news. did get sweet sweet revenge that that later that night when we were out in the atrium for something and it was very crowded and i was at an impasse with a stormtrooper and i kind of am joking around like hey i'm gonna dance with you you want to dance ha, cha, 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 cha. and i turned to go not seeing the bench right in front of me oh, no. and completely yeah. like head over heels fall to where i'm like balancing by my stomach on the bench with my arms and legs in the air and Tyler said the stormtrooper, like, just as a human, like, went to reach for me to be like, oh, are you okay? But then immediately corrected and was and stayed in character and was like, you're on your own, miss. And just <laughs> let me flail there in full, in full Star Wars outfit. Like, the drink completely splattered. It, like, the drink went airborne. I went down. And the thing is, is, 
you know, I had a drink, but I hadn't had a lot to drink. Right. It was just it was, it was not the reason. No, it, was the was, it was water. It was water. Yeah, it was it was nice yeah. sparkling water. No one would have believed you though. But, no. Yeah. Oh gosh, no. That's the problem when you travel with Botoxia. She's such a character yes. that you she'll know, be part of the stories. And then this Botoxia woman <laughs> fell over. She was dead drunk. Called her bow intoxicated. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, that is what happened. But yeah, but you well, had an epic picture with Chewbacca. I did. I, you know, and now I think of it, I'm like, maybe I wasn't supposed to do that. You know, they're like, don't. And at the point we went, they still weren't doing like character photos in the park. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah, I was in uh, the sublight lounge and Chewbacca showed up, and I just we had yeah photo and I was like I am just grabbing onto him you know I came up to like <laughs> waist and I just grabbed him full force Aww. and you were uh, full on fan loving arms around Chewy so um and Tyler was was speaking the language to him they were growling back and forth at each other <laughs> oh, Such I don't memories. think they knew exactly what to do with that <laughs> There's grown men going. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, "Oh, that's Botoxia's brother. He must be drunk like her. (laughs) (laughs) Hardly. That's funny. Okay. Well, let's see. So, Beck, what was your any takeaways? I mean, you had a different experience, and hopefully, we'll all get to do this again. But we'll talk about that too. But yeah, Yeah, I still feel like I really didn't miss much. There was so much else that happened that I almost couldn't tell that I had missed a, a bit of things. Yeah. Well, great. That is great. And Brittany, then, I my takeaway is just participate as much as you're comfortable with. And, you know, I'm the type of person that I was going to get all in on the data pad and everything. And circumstances changed that Mm -hmm. to where, because we had missed out on some of those moments, our storyline did not advance on an individual level. Mm -hmm. And so we just kind of hop, like anytime we saw something happening, we'd jump into the action. Mm -hmm. And so whether you want to be in the data pad or more of a casual observer, or you want to be in full costume, or you want to be a space tourist, I think that there, I think every single person will enjoy this experience if you just surrender yourself to the fun Mm -hmm. and participating in the ambiance. It is something that I'm so glad I did this and I, I am ready to go back as a more learned traveler mm-hmm. and really take advantage of everything a second time around. And I don't think it'll have any less magic having already been there. I think that it was so magical that there is nothing about that that's going to get stale for a repeat traveler. Mm-hmm. I the, the theater person, I mean, I know you've said this, Brett, too, like my training in college, I did quite a bit of an, an immersive dive into stage management and direction. And I cannot imagine the behind the scenes stage management that's taking place in terms of just facilitating the interactions Mm -hmm. and then remembering the storylines. They remembered our characters Mm -hmm. and you guys, you and Alexa and Tyler were really smart about having something as part of your costuming that made you memorable Mm -hmm. so that they could day to day know who you guys were, but you get what you pay for and it is worth every penny. That's yeah. my takeaway. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Well, we've kind of, there's the Disney fan perspective, and then there's also the Star Wars fan perspective. And then, so we've heard the Star Wars fan perspective from Alexis. So now, Tyler, it's your turn. So yeah. as a Star Wars fan, what was this like for you? 
I, it did not disappoint. You know, I, I, when I heard that they were going to be planning this, you know, cruise ship hotel idea a number of years back, I was like, oh, I'm all in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it was, it was interesting. I was glad I got this opportunity because to go with, with this group, because mm-hmm. um, it was something I was planning to do maybe another year or so when my, my kids are a little older to go. And, and, and frankly, I was like, man, they're going to have a lot of kinks to work out. Mm-hmm. Let's see what that goes. Really, and I think the only kink that would have been disappointing was the data pad thing, and we because we were the first one that didn't have to use theirs and could use our own. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was great. There's probably things that didn't go right that we have no idea that right. you know, the people who are planning it are, are well aware. And but for us as participants, had no idea. You know, um, and so I, I think there's there's room to alter this as it goes on. That's one of the things I was. I think I said before we went there. I'd be mm-hmm. interested, really interested to see what this looks like in two years you know what's mm-hmm. the experience like what's uh how have, they, how have they changed it how have they what have they kept the same what have they added you know um to as to Brittany's point it's worth every penny it, it really it truly was and you know i'm looking forward to when i can you know take my kids to it and if, if people are looking for tips there's there's a lot of other parents who did take their kids with varying results i, I would say if Someone wrote before we went, and I did see this. They said, you know, if your kids really into it, if your teenagers really into it, they'll like it. If they're not into Star Wars as much, they may be kind of fifty-fifty. But anybody who's like that, you know, twelve and under to to maybe you know four years old, four to twelve, whether into Star Wars or not, will just have a blast. And they and they do. There there were some things that we didn't do as a group simply because we're not little kids. But there there were little kid specific things Mm -hmm. they did like that. The droid racing. I think we we got back just in time to see right, yeah. doing that. And, and they're in the you know the droid racing is really just everybody have some of the droids from the droid building place and run them around the uh, atrium the there. Atrium, the kids uh, are having a blast and they're just running into everything. And it was it looked like those kids were having a lot of fun. So they're yeah. you know uh, my take is you know it's it's definitely worth it. I, I for one will say I, I think in general you'll have a more interactive time. If you do go in costume, even if you don't put a lot into the character, I think that's kind of a plus one if you really want to do it. But if you strictly just find, you know, something that looks the part and there's a lot of now, especially you're going to find more and more people that are going to be putting out their ideas of what, you know, what they did on the on the cheap and on the easy to get a hold of. I think what I might do if I did it, if I had it to do again. I would probably plan just maybe two outfits. If you count the Jedi one, maybe a third one. And that was, I think we really only used that for our second photo mm-hmm. shoot opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there was a number of people who wore the same thing days one and two. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't, and, it, and I think it worked fine. Mm-hmm. You know, if you had an on the ship outfit and a tattoo outfit, you, that's all you really need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wearing the same thing on, on day night on, day one and day two on the ship most people are well and all your cast members did it you know your cast yeah. members changed it's just space dry cleaning overnight <laughs> so you know i would tell anybody going i would say plan for that and and put thought into what you have there and uh, you get a lot out of it so that's for me that I, I will say that was my other thing i did put a tip into you know they were asking for our opinions is um I thought if they did have one out of every three trips was a costume mandatory. Yeah. Um, would be really interesting. Cause I think in, in both directions, 
I think you would get the people who really want to do it mm-hmm. and really want everybody else to do it too, because mm-hmm. it's that much more immersive. Mm-hmm. We'll be, we'll gravitate to that. You know, we'll call it trip number one. And then there's trips two and three for people who are feel, I, I, I overheard people say that weren't in costume saying to their other travel companion that they, they felt a little out of place. Like, cause I'd, I'd say half of our crew. It's about half. Yeah. Driving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's on par with, all of them from what I've read after the fact. And they were saying like, I feel a little out of place that I didn't, um, you know, some people bought the ones that are available at, at the, uh, the ship's gift shop, which was fine. Um, but I think by and large, there's people who, who didn't or chose to wear a star Wars t-shirt or something else is kind of themed, but it's still earth, earthly mm-hmm. clothes. If there are people who are just like, no, nah, I'm not, that's the most I'm going to do pick one of those other two days because you're less likely to have people dressing up on those. And if you really mm-hmm. want to, you know, so if, if it were my, the second tip to Disney, split it up like that, because, you know, I think you'll you, people who are going for either reason will have a better time in mm-hmm. either case. Mm-hmm. So. I guess. Well, I guess it's my turn. My takeaways. Well, I had lots of fun preparing. I had lots of fun <laughs> creating my character. And I, I think one of my favorite parts, this is why I told the Beyond the Mouse people is that when I went up to people and they would ask me who my name and who I was, and I would say, uh, Milan Organa. No one said, no, you're not. So I'm like, well, I, I was, I thought that it was a great success. So I had fun with all of that. Um, I had, I, well, okay. We're going to get all schmaltzy now. Cause I'm like going, I couldn't have had a better experience with better people. So that was a great takeaway as well. It was fun all the way around our before our after. And I, it, it was kind of fun. Even before we stepped on board, we were, we were talking about our reunion trip. So I do hope that happens. So I guess that gets to repeat value. We've kind of mentioned this. Um, I think we're all ready to go on another one, aren't we? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, here's great. expert tip. Get the Disney Rewards Visa card and oh, wow. buy all your costuming with that. <laughs> oh, yes. Make them pay for it. That's a yes. good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is an investment. But honestly, it it really, truly, if you've ever bitten the bullet and gone on a Disney cruise, Disney cruises are a much more premium experience, and they're a more costly experience than a typical Disney vacation. Um, this is a miniature version of that. And, you know, in a group like ours, it it made it affordable because mm-hmm. that was a lot of people that knew we went on. They're like, oh, my gosh, I want to do that. But how in the world did you afford that? It's like, well, you learn how to bunk down very intimately with <laughs> five people yep. and you deal and yeah. you bring your earbuds and some poopery and <laughs> you make it happen. And, and you work out a bathroom schedule. And, yes. You, know, you have some <laughs> extremely early risers. You know, so yeah, we had a good that, mix because so. I'm the opposite of, of Brett. I am not, I'm the opposite of an early riser. And I think so that worked out. We didn't have five early risers all looking. Yeah. <laughs> must start this, must start First thing yeah. in the morning, right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh. Well, gosh, I mean, we could probably go on forever, but our audience might get a little uh, uh, weary of our experience. So now it's time to say goodbye to this portion of our vacation and our experience. But if you want to reach out to us, you can find our podcast, which if you're listening to us, congratulations, you found us. But we're also (laughs) available on NPR Illinois Community Voices, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so many other podcasting places. You can also reach us on social media on our 
our Beyond the Mouse Facebook page and also on our Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals group where we have a lot of fun interacting with our podcast pals there. We're Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram and Beyond Mouse on Twitter. I'm always so thankful that Craig says all of those things because it's very hard. (laughs) But anyway, so for Beyond the Mouse, I'm Brett. I'm Alexa. I'm Beck. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brittany. And we'll see you in the front row, or maybe in a galaxy far, far away on another Star Wars Galactic Star Cruise. What do you think? Sounds great. Good. <laughs> Together. As one. one. <laughs> that was good. Oh my gosh, that was good. That was good.
in the front row.